Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where two assholes sit around and talk about cage fighting. And we are those assholes i'm juice and i'm joined by my co-host leo what's up baby how's it going dog i've uh as you can tell uh by the hat listeners oh. if you're listening just hear the hat <laughs> i'm wearing a uh texas rangers hat um because i found it and i also happen to be in texas right now i'm gonna need that hat to project to the mic more i don't think they got it <laughs> Scrape the print on the mic, dude. Did that work? Yeah, that actually works. it did. Yeah, we are those two assholes that, uh, for whatever reason, you guys come back and listen to. <laughs> or don't listen to. I don't know. Can I tell you something? I built it up before I hit record that I was like, Leo, this is going to be this is gonna be our new intro. I just, I can already tell. And it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be. I mean. <laughs> I like yeah, it, though. Yeah, it's, it's good. Just calling each other um, assholes for however many more episodes we're going to do like you know fifty thousand more episodes we'll we'll figure so we'll get one i was we were talking off mic i was like i like the idea of doing a new one every time yeah but i i I do feel like we are sort of like in search of a permanent one and like i liked doing the fwm that was like for the above average mma fan and i am that yeah yeah Yeah. but i'm yeah exactly hosted by an above average man and i'm that man my name is juice Oh, pretending like I Throwback. fucking didn't listen to your goddamn podcast every I time I would to drive every to work. Single one. <laughs> every time I drove to work, and whenever we, I would see there was an hour long, I was like, "Well, that's weird." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, here we are. We just finished up UFC Vegas. 39? 39? Yeah, I think it's 39. They have so many like so yeah. names, dude. Like it's UFC Vegas 39 and it's UFC Fight Night 120. Well, like I think it's like 180 right. or something, like whatever, whatever the amount of total fight nights, like non-pay-per-views. And mm-hmm. then it's also like UFC Fight Night, Dern versus Rodriguez. Like, yeah, the, the title. Yeah, exactly. Name. I mean, I think I think the hashtags are pretty much just gone with the the number for I, th- I yeah, weirdly enough. Uh, I want to say it's based on the apex, like fights that have been like cards that have been the apex, but I think that could be yeah. wrong. But I think that's right. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No. Cause I remember the first week it was like UFC Vegas five or whatever. And I was like, okay, dude, like, yeah, like that's where we're going to catch on. And here we are. <laughs> um, so last night's card. Um, hmm. Wait, before we get to last night's oh, card, Leo, okay. I do want to um, just uh, oh, yeah, show okay. something just for, just for the patrons. Got my beautiful friendly sparring hoodie on looks good amazing it's so soft and comfy like i'm not just saying that because i want people to fucking buy it it actually is soft and comfy great (laughs) it's so soft um but yeah the fights last night were pretty it was weird like the prelims were fucking bangers and then the main car was like oh that happened yeah (laughs) i was actually looking back at my choice and i watched it again i shouldn't have picked it but i'm gonna talk about it anyway (laughs) because <laughs> actually surprisingly wasn't that much of a banger it, it, it 
yeah but we're gonna talk about it nice finish though yeah, oh yeah no that's that's what we're really yeah. gonna talk about but let's um, go ahead and uh i mean let's go ahead and talk about your fight because uh hey dude hey blood will doesn't even begin to cover it spill and it did <laughs> Yeah. I mean, dude. Also, like, of all the fighters for it to happen to, with the hair dog, like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang. Like, I I know it was bad, but it looked yeah. worse because of his hair. Like, he yeah, looked like he had a, a Q-tip to soak it up. Yeah, he just looked like a weird clown, like a weird like killer <laughs> clown. Yeah, it was funny. Gina from uh, for, formerly of the Wocast. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, she said it was like some sideshow Bob looking motherfucker. And I was yeah, like, I mean, yes. I Joe Bob, that's it. And he got his fucking ass whooped. He got his fucking ass whooped. Like, <laughs> I was listening to this. Uh, I was about to say some podcast. It was literally Ariel Hawani show. He has this guy on. Um, since he used to be DC in Hawani, he got this guy doing like betting stuff. Uh, named uh, Con- his name is Connor, but he's from Georgia, so they call him GC for Georgia Connor, just to keep the same ring like GC and Hawani instead of DC and Hawani. Oh, okay. And I gotta say, whenever they fucking bring on Yanni the Greek on the broadcast, I get violently angry for no reason. I'm like, get this fucking leather face off my broadcast. I fucking hate him. I don't give a fuck about betting. But when this guy talks about betting, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's fine. Cool. Uh, but anyways, I was there. He was bringing on the lines of this fight, and he was saying how. Uh, like it was like it was like people call MVP uh, can crusher. Well, Charlie Ontiveros was one of those cans. <laughs> I was like, okay. Apparently, he fought. A, did he fight Kevin Holland? He fought someone in the UFC at middleweight. He like made his debut at middleweight, even though he's normally a 170 year. And then eventually, he's like, you know what? I can make 155. <laughs> so he made 155. Steve Garcia, on the other hand, I guess I, like early on in his career, fought at bantamweight and then featherweight. And, and, and he's kind of reached the point where he can't make featherweight anymore. So he's like, we're up to lightweight. And so they're like meeting in the middle kind of. And I was like, shit, that's actually, I feel like Steve Garcia might be undersized, but he wasn't. Although this fight was pretty much nonstop action. And I will say that like credit to Q-Tip, like he was, he dropped Steve Garcia a bunch of times. And every time Steve would get dropped, he would just like go to his knees and then shoot a double. Yeah. He was in on those legs so quick. And Charlie Antiferos had like okay takedown defense, but it, like he didn't really have an answer for it by the time it was done. And then I think second round, Steve Garcia got mount and just turned his face into like hamburger meat. It was fucking nasty. He was like, mm-hmm. hey man, that's a nice face. Be a shame if someone <clears throat> messed it up. Yeah, be a shame if someone wanted to order a hamburger. Extra rare. Did you order the hamburger helper? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what his hair looked like. I w- dude, I wish like you know Kevin Kevin Holland like talks in the cage oh. and says like random shit. I wish a fucking UFC fighter would uh <laughs> would throw say like, one liner. Well, yeah, one liners like from a villain of a bad movie. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like how's this taste? I like my nice steak. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just throw Are the you balls. a chicken cutlet? Because I'm about to fuck you. What the. What did he just say? Did That's you order the chicken say, right? leg? Sorry, we're all out of that. All we got is elbow meat. Yeah. Yeah, like some <laughs> stupid shit like that. So stupid. Yeah. Oh, I- I'm sorry. Are you I'm sorry, were you were you waiting for the were you waiting for the steak? Oh, okay, well, I got a Kimura for you. I got something to say. I think you should take a knee. 
<laughs> sneeze him in the face. Sneeze him in the face while he's down. Yeah. Uh, he's a down part. <laughs> <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> Illegally done. No, no, the ref is like, illegally. <laughs> <laughs> that's the definition of premeditated. You said a one liner. <laughs> well, like, he's like, What? I thought it was cool. <laughs> well, we just got to wave it off, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, wow, Kevin Holland needs to start saying stuff right before he finishes people, or or is Izzy, yeah, one oh, of those dude. two guys. If Izzy says it, I'll probably come. Okay. <laughs> you know what's weird though? I was actually thinking that and I, I don't want to say this out loud and manifest it to the universe. Well, you're gonna. I was I was driving to pick up food for for Kate and I like an hour ago, mm. and I was thinking about how when Izzy and Rob fight, I'm gonna be really torn. Uh, and then I was like, I envisioned myself like picking Rob, and being like, you know what, Izzy. Thinks Booger Beard is funny. And that's where I draw the line, dude. Honestly, okay. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't think he, he would ever listen to our podcast. Um, no. In any way, shape, or form. But um, Wait, which one? Izzy or Booger? Because neither, but Booger. I want to well, know neither, which one you Booger. were thinking. Um, yeah, no, he blocked me. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's whatever. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, you know, Megan still blocks you. No, it's not. I'm just saying <clears> that's, that's why I know he won't listen. But anyway, um. Yeah, that guy, like, I don't know. It's kind of like he plays aggressor and then the victim. Like, that, <laughs> that's that's kind of, that's shitty. Nailed it. Absolutely either be it or it. don't be it. Like, be yeah. a fucking piece. Like, either be a piece of shit or, or, like, dish it out and take it or or don't dish it out. I don't know. It, like, I like, think you the, lost the, the metaphor, day, but I, you were you were right there at the beginning. No, no, but in the other day, he, he posted, like, I can't believe someone ever typed something uh, against someone with a name like Boogerbeard. Like uh, something serious to to to, so, to some guy named Boogerbeer on Twitter, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah. Like, it's just like what? Okay, well, yeah, already giving him way more airtime than than needs to be. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, t- that's that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I might edit this out. I'm not going to, but I like saying yeah, but that. You just should so edit it out because it's a thought him. that counts. So, I might. Yeah, edit nobody this likes out. him, right? Right, it's true, right? Nobody likes him. No, what are you talking about? Does everybody like him? Everybody likes him. I thought the consensus was that he's a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you ask. I, I would think that maybe most people listening don't, but I feel like maybe people listening would be like, oh, fucking friendly spark. Oh, fucking shit. Let me go fire off a tweet right now. Oh, oh, let me tell Barbara. Oh, start talking shit. I don't know. So good fight. Good fight. Fuck Charlie Underbarrows. Go back to the Bush Leagues. Uh, yeah, so my my pick, uh, hilariously enough, was not uh, Charles Rosa and um, uh, Damon Jackson, although it could have been. My Should pick was been. actually uh, uh, Romanov, Romanov versus Vendera. Vendera. Um, here's why. Um, <clears throat> I think Romanov I have something did a really to say good... about this fight. Uh, well, like here's the thing. Um, it was a boring heavyweight fight. Again, it was clenching through the first round, except for in the second round, Romanov just tossed him like a sack of potatoes over his shoulder. Um, mm. But Romanov's uh, finish was great. I mean, and we had uh, we had two people um, that had like there was a lot of full mounts to, uh, last night. Like no, yeah. you know what I mean? Like no, um, no protection. Just like fully it, 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 on the. It feels torso. like 
jujitsu in MMA has gotten to a point where people like it's better and people don't get mount often, but you're right. I didn't even notice. So you said there was a lot of mount last night. Yeah, there was. And there's a lot of past guard mount. It was like full mount, like not just yeah. like someone in guard. It was like full, like I'm past yeah, yeah. that. I'm, I'm literally mount. sitting on top of your stomach and yeah. punching you down. Um, and that's exactly what Roman did to Vandera. I mean, just fucking love to see it. Fucked him up. Fucking turned his face into uh, cherry mincemeat delicious uh and oh also i remember on the broadcast they said that vandero kept saying that he said you know what i'm like the heavyweight gaichi and then i was like hey <laughs> I do remember that fucking say hey, that fucking never hey. say that hey Justin gaichi was a was be. a d1 uh, all-american wrestler yeah i might have been yeah. out of the all-american bar but he was definitely like a high level college wrestler just and had great takedown defense vandera yeah. literally had i mean i think he stuffed one takedown last night but before that yeah zero takedown defense yeah exactly so there's and that, that's not hyperbole literally had stopped zero takedowns in the ufc yeah so with that being said it was nice to see him get his his face rocked in um that was fun uh yeah i, I mean heavyweights are always so interesting i mean the announcement for the gone and uh uh nganu fight came out just re- it's happening at the end of the month on in january mm-hmm. um yeah it's just like there's just like a leap the, the levels that are coming in are, are different. Like, you know, obviously, um, Tom Aspinall, someone to watch, uh, mm-hmm. you know, younger, young and up and coming, but they all tend to kind of fall into the same, like boring fight. It's really strange. I'm, I'm really curious to see how the gun and gun fight turns out now. Not, not, I mean, cause we've seen them fight before mm-hmm. and we've seen them fight a lot. I'm just curious to see how, like, you know, and can get gun shy. He hasn't been, he's come back from that. Yeah. But now that Gan is is such a, a skilled, skilled like a skilled tactician fighter, it's like, hmm, I'm interested. Honestly, to see. I think that fight's going to be so good. I hope so. I really do. I, I hope it's not. I hope because it's, both it's not the ginger. thing with heavyweight, like you were saying, there's not really a middle of the road. There's not really like that fight was okay or pretty good. It's easier. Oh, that was terrible and sloppy, and they should give up fighting or wow that's so fucking exciting and high level oh my god injected into my veins it's like yeah. it's so fucking you know and, and that's what we're dealing with with gone and Ngannou. yeah so and this is like <laughs> pretty much on the opposite end i mean the end the, the finish was nice it's just the you know clenching you know uh, like a few things here and there but for the most part i mean the good thing is that neither of them gassed that's what i liked about it like you know what i mean but then at the same time it's like well i mean i'd like to see them start swinging and banging right but they didn't so yeah it was um but, i mean that's what you're gonna get in a romanoff fight and honestly i like that guy yeah um i think it's he's not gonna have the most exciting fighting style but i do think his grappling is gonna take him to uh, a certain level in the uc's heavyweight division i hope anyway yeah um, and it, yeah it was it was and let's um let's just talk about one thing real quick before we we move on to to the main card hey damon jackson jackson's you guys got a lot of blood in your body Hey, let Good me tell you something. Much. I wanted to I wanted to talk about that fight, but before we move on from oh, Vin, on. Vendera and and Romanov, I do want to shout out one of my favorite people uh, on on the timeline, um, Ch- Chelsea Diesel. I feel like I've mentioned her a lot of this podcast because she's so funny. Fucking, I think Vendera's from Hemet, California. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Hemet, uh, Leo? I don't believe so. It's like I want to say it's near Lancaster. It's way the fuck out there. It's like Maybe. kind of like it's a couple hours outside of la anyway fucking 
she tweeted like imagine being from Hemet, just absolutely like just kind of roasting as fucking and i feel like if you're not from that area you would not know how funny that tweet was and how just that fucking energy and it, i was reminded of do you remember that girl i dated in college that was like they, they used to roast me all the time because um when we lived in the dorms she was like you looked peaceful when i saw you through the window or whatever uh no no you don't okay uh, it was it was before we met you, but I, I feel like that joke lived on in our friend for a while. Basically, I was in the dorms and we were like we were kind of like dating or whatever. We had a fight, and I was trying to make up, but then I I went to bed, and she texted me from like she had left, and then texted me when she got home. She was like, "I was gonna come in, but I saw you through the window, and you looked too peaceful, or whatever." And I, that was like so creepy, dude. And she ended up dating someone from Hemet and would like go there all the time, oh, and I was like fucking imagine imagine that imagine looking at someone through the window and saying peaceful i'm out imagine dude looking at young juice fresh face no pubic hair on his face at all looking at him completely zero just just napping fucking vegan dick just leaning all on top of his belly all Uh, on top of it yeah that's when i was skinny too so it was like yeah she yeah yeah, it was, yeah. She looked right at it. Yeah. She was like, "It looked too peaceful." She said, "It looked too peaceful." She it looked too peaceful. Yeah, yeah. It looked too peaceful. I didn't want to disturb it. Yeah, she tried to tuck it in to her mouth. You're giving me the strangest sensation right yeah, now. I'm happy you're getting a chub. I want, this. I want this to throw. Great. I want to throw up and also and also getting a chub. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those are my favorite throw up chubs. They're my yeah. favorite oh, yeah. thing to get when I feel like fucking sick in my stomach, but somehow that's the name, really of, this, aroused. The name of this episode. Throw up chub. Yeah, throw up chubs because I'm telling you, they're it. They're <laughs> unless thing, we guys. say something really. You funny ever just like later. get so grossed out that all of a sudden you're like, fuck, my dick's getting hard. Honestly, just happens way more than it should. Oh, you know what we haven't told? Um, you know, story we haven't told is uh, do you guys do you guys know that Juice also is a cartoon character? Do you guys know that? Do you guys know that he one time slipped on his own vomit? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have to. Have we not told the story? We, I don't think we've told it with me and you together, but I don't uh, know if I ever told on, on FWN. What a great story. Bro, this is great. my favorite story to tell. And we're gonna get to Damon Jackson Charles Rose because that fight was better than most of the main card. That's true. We have to talk, so we have to talk about the fight. It doesn't matter, but we already did two games. <clears throat> One one day there was a well there was a period for about like I want to say like six months in like 2014. Don't ask me why I remember the year uh, where I would get like sick and then immediately get bronchitis. Mm. Like I would just get like a cold or whatever, and then it was like automatically bronchitis, and it would get to the point where I would cough so much that my throat would restrict, and my body is a way of like I don't know opening up the airway or whatever. It would make me throw up. So I would just like cough and cough and then throw up so that I could breathe. It was weird because I was like, you know, couldn't breathe. I was coughing, bronchitis, fucking throw up. It was weird. So one night I'm like, kind of, I'm, I'm definitely sick and I'm definitely starting to get the bronchitis. I'm watching Comedy Bang Bang with Kate and I, I, um, I was, I was watching uh, this Comedy Bang Bang Netflix show and Ben Schwartz was on there. Ben Schwartz is a guy we used to watch do improv uh like 
Yeah. I want to be, I don't want to be a hipster about it, but like before he was big, before he was big, but like true. seriously, yeah. like he was our favorite yeah. guy and like no one really knew about him. And now he's like the voice of Sonic and John Ralphie on Parks and Rec. He's fucking blowing up. Amazing. Amazing. He had this amazing character on that show where he was Harrison Ford's agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, Harrison's always talking about wanting to do the Star Wars or whatever. He said this line that made me laugh so hard. And I, I start to laugh and then I feel it coming on. I'm like, oh my God. Like I start coughing and I'm like, oh shit. I, I get up to run to the, the trash can to throw up. Don't even make it there. I cough a little, or not cough. Well, yeah, I throw up a little bit in my hand. And I'm like, he's running. Oh. and then the second one came immediately after that projectile past my hand, landed on the floor the exact moment or like right before my foot hit the ground. <laughs> and I slipped, fucking fell out. The patrons are really going to get it because I was like, okay, and I slipped, whoop. Went immediately 90 degrees. Like I just slipped, boom, fucking flat on my back, dude. Or 180 degrees, I guess. Just fucking. No, from standing to flat. That's, I went 90. 90. Um, like slipped, like you, like you see them slip on banana peels and they're like, I just like, woo, I'm my own pew. Yeah. And then what's even more hilarious is that like you were like, this is going to be funny afterwards. You were fucking terrified at the moment, but I'm sure like, like literally 10 seconds after you're like, well, this is going to be the funniest story anyone's ever told. You're exactly right. It was about 10 seconds because like, <laughs> I didn't have to process time to process it initially. Cause like, first of all, I slip, knocks the air out of my lungs a little bit. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then it's not even a second of me being able to process it. I still keep throwing up and I'm laying down, throwing up. Like, oh, just yeah. up. <laughs> God damn. What a People are so story. grossed out right now. They're like, why the fuck are they talking about puke? But it's, it's, it just, it's just a cartoon character. It's just a cartoon. It's just, it's just me being a cartoon character. It's not yeah. a deal. This is a cartoon. And also, uh, there's a part of that story you missed. Uh, he is also pantless. <laughs> That's not true. So, right as soon as he fell and he was throwing up, he just fucking had a big huge chub to fucking throw up chubs. <laughs> I hate it. That's so big gross. Big old throw up chubs. Oh. Throw up chubs. Yep. Yeah, just a nice theme song for that. I need, I need uh, to write a theme song for that. Throw well, up chubs. They're anyway, the fucking best. Uh, well, on to, on to more Jacksons. Yeah. Hey, Damon Jackson, you got any blood left in your body? No, he donated a few pints that night, dude. A hey, few pints. It was, uh, I, I was watching, someone was sort of like showing the slowdown replay. Like, there were like clots coming out of his head. Like, not, <laughs> yeah, not just straight blood. There was like blood clots i was like what is happening with this guy's head i mean i can't really be gross about that show we just talked crazy. about crazy yeah we're just the grossest podcast on the planet earth apparently maybe that'll be um, the title this is the yeah, grossest podcast. podcast it's not that gross you guys yeah. grow up it's a part the of life fine. yeah Some you grow exactly. up yeah you grow grow up haven't you ever just run, been running and then throw up on the ground and slip on your own vomit haven't you guys yeah grow up i mean you have but <laughs> You know, no, yeah. no one else really has. But, yeah, no one yeah. else in the world, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like in cartoons, but not in the real world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, Damon Jackson winning too was even, a, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean obviously, fight you know, was the... so exciting and it just was yeah. <clears throat> incredible. I wanted to talk about that specifically because I've, since he started fighting the UFC, I just got like behind him because of the name, because of my name, yeah. having the same last name. And I just was like, oh my God. And then, Last night they told a little anecdote where they said that his grandpa was a boxing champion in the Navy. And I was like, 
my fucking grandpa was a boxing champion in the Navy. I I lost my shit. I was like, how does this guy have my same name? Didn't get my hairline. Slander. The same. Sla- <laughs> so slanderous. He, he won, yeah, won the fight yesterday. Literally just got slammed so hard. Lost. Yeah. Won the Lost. fight yesterday. Got, Took an L on my podcast right now. Got slammed so hard. His hair fell off. <laughs> oh, but yeah, dude. Um, when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. But Bro, yeah. Have you looked that up, by the way? It's quite convenient. What do you mean? Oh, like if we're related? Yeah. Don't oh, not I mean, say the hairline. <laughs> You're about to well, say, I mean, much ten I'm, times more handsome. I'm fairly you. certain. Well, no, like we wouldn't have the same grandpa. Then we'd be brothers or cousins. But if cousins, you'd be cousins, dude. You guys could be cousins. That's possible. You no, know, we but could hair, be cousins, his, but his hairline and your throw up chubs. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but to have the the same grandpa and not be brothers. Like the only other possibility is, is he's my dad's brother's son, and my dad's brother didn't have any kids. That you know of. That I know of. All right, I'm gonna tell you off air why that's not possible. Okay, but... all right. I was gonna get too serious, right? Uh, yeah, I could have uh, just let the joke ride, but I was like, no, I, I <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk is. about it after. I, I want to honor his memory. Great, you can uh, cancel me. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude. Honestly, so excited to, to watch that guy fight. Did he? Did he? They mention a call out of of Darren Elkins or no? Was that in my head? I think that I don't know. I don't. I don't. Remember. I'm pretty sure they asked him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not that guy." Which I always. Oh hate. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then John Anik was like, "Earlier in the week, he had Darren Elkins written on a post-it. Got to think that's an amazing fight." And I was like, "Thank you, John Anik, for doing his job for him." Yeah. Uh, I really yeah. wish I could forgive John Anik for saying what he said on Instagram one time. Just kidding. I already forgave him, but yeah, I still keep it in the back of my mind. Just in case. Just in case. Did I, did I tell you what it was? Him. No, what was it? He was like, I hate Juicy Juice Jacks. No. Uh, he like, Greg Greg Hardy posted a selfie after he got knocked the fuck oh, I, out by Tai Tuivasa. Yeah. And he commented, it was like, keep your head up, champ, or whatever. And I was like, bro, you better not fucking be nice to him. Yeah. Something like that. But he was like, oh, you're, you're yeah, I, I, something it was, yeah, it was overly positive to not, not just like what, you know, I was just like, could not believe what I was reading. I was like, caping for, well, not caping really, but like, anyway, literally sucking him off like a fan. I was like, <laughs> you said, you said, <laughs> you literally said caping, well, not caping, but just like fucking sucking him off. What? Honey, <laughs> this is the grossest podcast. <laughs> yeah, it gets great. Uh, should we move on to the main card? What we do you should think? move on to the main card. Time-wise. Uh, yeah, the Chris Gutierrez and the Felipe Corrales. <laughs> did you try to work an Udu in Col- there? Corrales. Did you Col- try and do the accent wrong? Yeah, Udu, the Chris Gutierrez. Gutierrez and uh, Felipe Colares yeah. uh, fight. Um, Interesting back and forth. Uh, I mean, obviously, because it was a split decision. Uh. I think Colonis, uh Chris really won in that last 10 seconds. J- just yes. putting him on the rope, like stunning him pretty much at the very end. It was end. a very close fight. Um, yeah. So yeah. him him taking that that small, slight, um, the flurries at the end, the last 10, 10, 12 seconds, were like pretty much set Chris over because uh, he was really, um, he was really stunning him pretty. pretty yeah. Good. And honestly, like up to that point, I, I picked Chris. And so I was like, 
I honestly don't know how this decision is going to go. And so in that last 10 seconds, I was hoping for a finish. I was like, oh shit, maybe he's going to get something here. And it ended up being what he needed to win that round, which won in the fight, which thank God. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, good, I mean, good back and forth, but you know, yeah, what it is. Might've uh, been, I, honestly, I feel like the main, looking, looking back, the main card wasn't as bad as I made it sound earlier. Wow. Well, Cause like this fight was kind of a chess match, yeah. but then, uh, Sabina Mazo versus Maria Agapova was pretty exciting. It was so exciting. And yeah. But how's about Agapova just, just with the fuck, just sat her the fuck down. Beautiful. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> beautiful. Be- I mean, we're talking right on that chin. Everything before that point, I mean, Agapova, every time she was hitting her, I, I was like, damn, this girl hits fucking hard. And then she fucking in the third round just right. And right got to her chin, choke. down, and then just fucking, as opposed to fucking swarming, punching, she just like, literally, it looked like she literally just jumped right on her back and was like, that's it. Um, yep. She, that girl, Sabina was like, st- I mean, almost knocked out. I mean, she, she yeah. could have been knocked out and then just been like, okay. Yeah, because she tapped immediately. I think it was yeah. just like, she kind of woke up in the choke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, she was like, oh my God, I'm being choked? Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, I thought she was going to just keep punching me. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, Agapova is nasty just just and very it's accurate so wild how she had this amazing debut where she beat the dog shit hannah cyphers and choked her out and then got dog walked by shan dobson basically i was like what yeah man i mean as you know ufc doesn't make sense so doesn't make sense doesn't make sense um and then now good. this it's like her next fight maybe she's gonna get dog walked. yeah like, um this fight, the next fight, the the Tim Elliott, Mateus, Mateus Nicolau, kind of upset. Wanted it, Tim to get the win, and I want to yeah, talk about I, something. Uh, well, after you, go ahead. It was uh, it, it's you're talking about James Cross. Yeah, yeah. Um, because T Cross tagged me on Instagram, and we always talk about how how his fighters like the corner by sometimes they lose the second the first two rounds or it's like they're close and they're not sure and between the second and third he's always like come on i need to finish here and then usually he'll give something you know after that this time was a little bit different uh apparently he just these look pretty mad (laughs) yeah well apparently no like he didn't let me pull it up because it's honestly like the quote itself was unreal that this happened and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. How we always talk about how his cornering. I think it's great advice. T Cross doesn't, but uh but this like, time I think it was here. a little bit of heat on it. I know there was a lot of heat on it. Like it wasn't like, hey, you gotta go. It was like, I fucking don't like you. So please fucking do this shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Th- Wait, they what were talking are you talking about? about? I think we're talking about wait two different things now. <clears throat> Tim Elliott and no, because they were talking about how they they on the broadcast, they were talking about how they weren't getting along this week. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this might have to do wow. with what he said. The corner advice, like this. Okay, so James Krause posted this. He said, I made a huge coaching error tonight that I'm sure is going to haunt me for some time to come. Going to the third round, I thought for 100% sure we took one and two. Regardless of it, that, regardless of if that was true or not, I should have pushed him to, to work up in the third round, and I didn't. Win, lose, or draw. I'm so proud of the improvements that Tim has made in the last year. His willingness to learn as coach and, and be coach is what made him so make, makes him so incredible. It's so tiny. That's why I'm like messing up. His lack of fear and competition is something we can all take. 
and learn from, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I fucking hate losing, but it's part of the game. Regardless, the dude is my dog. So maybe that was them kind of making up, hashing based out, on yeah, whatever. What but happening. like, basically, my point is that he normally says get a finish. He didn't, and that cost the fight, which is like a fucking plot twist and a half. Like, yeah, I mean, the way that Tim Elliott fights is so was so interesting last night specifically. I mean, I know he's known to to be kind of like a crazy wild man, but um, yeah, I love uh, it. It, yeah, Mat- Mat- Matias just just capitalized on it. Uh, it was kind of a for me. I'm surprised. I'm in. I'm. It, it is interesting that it made it to unanimous, because um, I I felt like Tim did a pretty good amount of stuff. I could I could have been a split for me. Like as far as like, it kind of felt like it was a, a back and forth. But well, split means the judges disagree. <clears throat> right. I, I mean that's what I mean. Like I don't know. It, it was. Um, it was an interesting fight. I just, I just remember thinking like it could have been anyone's at the end of it. Is what I thought. I didn't think it, it, it was just one way or the other. Um, yeah. But here we are. Uh, here next we fucking one, are. We got Randy Rudeboy Brown and this fight was awesome. Yeah. And so I this mean, is where I feel like maybe it's not fair to say these fights weren't shit. Yeah, I just, I just think there wasn't a lot of like, you know. Well, they all went to decision. So that's your. You know, and, well, and that, and, but also I was just thinking how, like, we, we talk all the time, like, oh, the card on paper versus like what actually happens. Like, you can still have exciting fights and it'd be a shit card on paper. And that's what it was. But I feel like it has to be like way more exciting to make up for that. Like, these fights still, uh, other than maybe the main event, didn't have any, like, you know, they didn't mean anything. They're, they're just some fights. Yeah. They're yeah. just like, you know, just some fights thrown together, especially with the amount of them, only nine fights on the card. And so even like they have to super deliver because like Randy boy versus Jared good. And that was a fucking awesome fight. And my boy, Randy had his toe broke at some point in the round. Yeah. No, it was uh, after the first round, he kicked him in the face and broke his toe. Um, and uh, I mean, <clears throat> I'm happy that Randy won, but like, you know, if he hadn't broken his toe, I think he would have, I think we would have seen a finish early on. I think so like, too. He was, he was pretty dominant. Um, uh, so you know, and that that was cool. You know, hearing him talk about his dad and his dad being in jail and all that stuff. Like, you know, that was nice that he's like, you know, my dad's proud of me, and you know, I pretty much talked to him every day, and it's as if he was there. You know, he said he was he's been in jail since I was three. So, um, oh. it was and it was, it was the first time his dad was watching last night, him ever fight ever. Um, so that was like a really cool like him kind of shouting out his dad and saying that you know that's awesome. Yeah, it was really really awesome, and he just he he performed really well last night. So I'm interested to see what first of all what happens with his toe yeah um moving forward from here um i mean obviously it's got to heal up but i wonder when he's going to get back in the the ring i mean the, the octagon um uh, yeah and and honestly toso jared, pretty quickly i missed weight oh jared mixed weight i missed that yeah he missed weight by a lot fucking cut him 4.2 pounds i think is what he missed oh cut him absolutely right now <laughs> cut him <laughs> god yeah uh, speaking of someone who you shouldn't cur- cut Mackenzie Dern, because that fight, but who has misweighed a lot in the past. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah, but no, no, the, she, yeah, she's but, she's made up for that. Yeah, but anyway, that, that fight do? was pretty. I mean, at some points it was like you know chess match, whatever. But for the most part, they were getting after it. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought the decision was right. I think Rodriguez just just got some pretty like st- I, I stunning too. shots on Mackenzie, like pretty good. Uh, she got some pretty good flurries, like. Uh, yeah. But it shows how good say, of a chin Mackenzie has because I, I like she's dropped people with those or, or, or gotten TKOs. Yeah, I, I will say Mackenzie's. Um, I mean, 
she was pretty close to capitalize. I mean, her her position for a lot of her uh, jujitsu was like she just happened to get it a minute too late of her working her way up to an arm bar or something. I was like, okay, like Mackenzie, you can do this. Like, and then at the in the last round when she started working her at the top, I was when she was getting on top of her and like working her way to like a some sort of submission. I was like, it's just too late. And that was the story of pretty much the last three rounds is that she would get get to a good position and then just not move or switch it into into anything else. Um, yeah, and that's why I felt bad because I was like, dang, and you know, Mackenzie can can get an arm bar or anything like that. It just it just didn't get set up in time. She was trying to set it up in time. She's, you know, propping her uh, up on her feet, like not even like just fully putting all her weight on, like trying to make a roll or a move. And she just was what like 30 seconds too late every time uh, of the setup of position. And uh, I just and, think Marina didn't panic. A lot yeah. of a lot of girls panic when they're on the ground with Mackenzie. Yeah, and that's especially kind of what with the that with, was. With, with the full mount. Like you're just like, well, well she's going to do whatever she wants. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when they got up, Rodriguez just gave her the business every time i mean every time punching her right in the face uh good body work i mean the whole thing and, and that's ultimately how she won like she just kept that pressure um and didn't didn't back back away from mckenzie and that was also interesting too just seeing that she didn't um you know with mckenzie like engaging can can oftentimes lead to level ch- like quick level changes to get you on the ground and mckenzie didn't do it as much as i thought she was going to do i mean they did get to the ground a good amount of times but it was interesting to see that that Marina Rodriguez wasn't scared of getting closer. So, yeah, fucking a good good fights. I mean, overall good fights. I'm interested to see what happens next week with that cheater and then whoever she's fighting. Um, oh, we're gonna get there, dude! I can't fucking wait to bury this fuck. So that All was right. UFC Vegas 39. That was that, and that was fucking that. And I can think of no better segue than now to take this time to take a quick break and then we'll jump right into the forum. And we're back. It is now time, ladies and gentlemen, to start the forum first uh question comes from our boy phil the mma dude co-host of the split decision podcast and here is his question hey juice and leo this is phil the mma dude from the split decision podcast so my question for today is this uh we just saw marina rodriguez beat mckenzie during a very impressive main event and my question for you, it's simple. What's next for Marina Rodriguez? Does she get the title shot off this? Does she? I mean, I'm not so sure. I feel like Carla Esparza maybe is in front of her. You know, there's Yolanda out. Jacek, I don't know what she's doing. She ain't fighting for a while. I don't know what's going on with that. But what's next for Marina? I mean, she did great against Mackenzie, uh, but I'd like to know what's next for her. And uh, the second question is, of all three movies, The Mighty Ducks, D2, The Mighty Ducks, and D3, The Mighty Ducks, which uh, which one has your favorite villain team and why? Uh, and both of you cannot choose the same film. Thanks so much, guys. I feel like that caveat is a little unfair. Yeah, it's unfair because I hate hockey. So I'm just kidding. Have you seen those movies though? Yeah, of course I have. I would say. Actually, that is, that's not even. Actually, I don't want to lie. Um, I don't remember two that well. 
it's funny i don't remember three that well really but i remember I... I remember the one is like classic yeah, classic icon um yeah. Yeah, one, one people from Minnesota love that movie because it was filmed there and it takes place in Minneapolis. Yeah. Like this whole thing. <clears throat> well, yeah, one I remember, and, and three I remember because it used to play on Disney Channel. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, right. So, mm, two, I feel like uh, I do remember I was looking it up and I was seeing like they're, they're, they're against uh, their, it's like, countries you know it's it's not yeah. uh yeah and they're iceland, against iceland team, is like team the, iceland is like yeah. is their enemy and i feel like that's a good enemy because i was actually looking at d3 again and i realized that d3 didn't really have their their antagonist or the antagonistic team um wasn't like like as a uh, joshua jackson's character kind of mm. becoming a captain and making decisions for, right. for the team and stuff like that it was more of like the villainous concept of like a new coach and yeah that was you know what i mean like they they did have they did have a team that they, they were a rival with but it wasn't like yeah strongly emphasized it was more about moving on it was more uh, it's more of a cathartic some some would say it was a it was a cosmic gumbo some would say it was a cosmic yeah gumbo. i would like to meet anyone who says that because that's yeah. Not real words. Uh, and then, um, <clears throat> it's. I mean, honestly, I think for me, the it's the first is, one. Oh, really? You're saying two? I'm saying two because uh, because it, you know, now I the caveat it. doesn't matter because we absolutely disagree. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, one is good, but I. It's like his old coach. I mean, that's a fucking. That's, that's a heavy. Point. That is heavy. That's that is. Heavy. I, but Plus, for the, me, it's like D two was it was a good follow up, but nothing will beat the first the. That's true. I just think that like, and even though it's like such a Minnesota thing, like I said, <laughs> I grew up in Anaheim. And uh -huh. so like, I, even though I'm not really a hockey's fan, I'm kind of like a ducks fan. Yeah. You're like, I like ducks. Um, yeah. Yeah. So For like 300 bucks. Yeah, exactly. 300 bucks. Um, yeah. I, uh, but from a villainous standpoint, I'm pretty sure in D2 Iceland looked more like a villain. Well, yeah. Like they made Iceland. them, they made them. People from Iceland probably are like, five yeah. foot four <laughs> yeah our friend yokel anyway um yeah oh he's from iceland yeah yeah uh your so, friend i kind of just know yeah, him a little bit just, yeah exactly met him true. once uh yeah it's true uh he was gonna write a theme song for my first podcast with dodson and he never did so because ah, people paid him he used to he wrote a jingle for like a hot wheels yeah. commercial one time it's pretty cool yeah. anyway uh i should ask, i should reach out to him see if he can do one for us anyway oh. um oh yeah uh oh yeah <laughs> don't uh, tell him uh, i threw shade don't tell him this episode oh okay uh let's do yeah i'm gonna go with d2 just because of the the whenever anything gets like international it's easy to make like anyone who speaks foreign yeah. an enemy it's weird speaks america foreign. like in any sort of foreign accent yeah no i know what you're saying it's like the it was the easiest thing to do in the 90s right they're just like this guy talks weird enemy. and the 80s too i feel like it kind of carried over but like you know who had accents uh that were the heroes of a uh, story in the 90s Cool runnings. Cool runnings, dude. Feel the rhythm. Feel the, the rhyme. rhyme. Get get up. It's bobsled bob time. Yep. Cool running. Great, great Disney movie. Um, Unironically love that movie. Yeah, it's a good uh, movie. A couple of years ago, I found out that Kate had never seen it, and I was like, "What?" It, we watched it that night. It's so good. It's first of all, like, just John it Candy. just shows. Yeah, uh, it just shows that. Um, 
you know, sports can kind of bring everyone together. But it's a fu- if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I'm going to fucking spoil the fuck out of Cool Runnings for all you guys. No, uh, spoiler from 1993. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, yeah, you didn't want me to spoil another movie on the podcast one time. And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what the movie was, but I, I remember being like, I'm going to spoil it. Yeah. Uh, but at the very end, you know, I mean, you get a little, you get a little emotional when, you get a little emotional. when, when all, when the bobsled crashes and then they're carrying it to the finish line because they finish what they start. And then, and then the Swiss team is like, yeah, good. <laughs> Fucking yes. love it, dude. Said, yeah, love everything anyway, about it. Anyway, uh, what was the rest of the question? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, what's Marina next for, Rodriguez. What's uh, next for um, uh, Rodriguez? I mean, I mean, I think Joanna is a good, it's a good matchup. Yes. Would be a good matchup for her. Here's the thing. This performance and her run recently, in my opinion, is title shot worthy. But the the way the division is right now, it's not her time. Like, right. if if there was a god and like that God was like, hey, man, Rose versus Whaley too doesn't make any sense. Back of the line, Rose would be fighting Carla right now and Marina would be next in line. Uh, but since Rose is fighting Whaley, it is Carla on deck. And what I think does make sense is the JJ fight, the, the Joanna yeah. Yonjay check. That, honestly, Chubb without the throw up. Yeah, I was gonna say throw up job, but I but not yeah, gonna no, throw up. I, th- I think yeah, I think that's what's next. I can't I can't think of anything else that would make any any more. I mean, other than title after this. So right, definitely. Yeah. Fucking Good question. A. Thank you. Great question, Phil. And now we're moving on to some other voice questions. Um, the first one comes from our boy Ty Fly Guy from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles. What's up, Friendly Sparring Podcast? It's Ty from the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles Podcast. Yes, Juice, I received your message, and it was very sultry and very sensual, like what I posted last week. But back to where we're at. Tyson Fury had a really good win against Deontay Wilder. I mean, there were a few times I thought Deontay Wilder was going to pull it off. Sadly, Fury was able to, I don't know, was able to gain whatever strength was within him and finish him off. I thought it was a good decision, but it didn't. But anyways, my question is, do you think that Tyson Fury could be successful in mixed martial arts with more than boxing? Let me know. Get at me. Love the show. Peace. <clears throat> no. <laughs> uh not not just no but hell fucking. No, uh sorry man. Uh did you guys see the purse? Well, did yeah, there's the there's pur- no way he's gonna yeah. do MMA. Yeah, but I was gonna say if someone you- could come to the table with enough money. Yeah, did you get did you guys see the purse for both of them? 50 and 45? Yeah, not gonna happen. Not gonna, not, not, not gonna happen. Can you believe that both fighters made that much money? That's more than even even one of them is more than the entire card made for fucking UFC yeah. Vegas 39. Hey, love it. Love you, Dana White. You're the best. And Dana Peace will say, out. Oh, in boxing, you know, the guys to top make all the money, and everyone on the undercard doesn't make shit. Which could be true. Peace. I don't know. But he's still a piece of shit. Because he literally said, um, he literally said, this isn't a career, this is an opportunity. Hey, bro, eat a dick. Yeah. He likes to say that when it's uh, 
opportunistic for him to say at the, that. At the very like, least, at the very least, can we can we make the tier? Can we make yeah. the money tier more manageable? Like, can we say you know your top seven? Yeah, make it, make a million. Can it, we do that? It all comes down to the revenue share for me. It literally is the revenue share they have in their contract. They have documentation that we've seen because of they've gone to court in public that they are invest. They show to their investors the fighters will never get more than twenty percent of our revenue. That's in their bylaws or, or whatever that that's in their fabric of, of how the business works. It doesn't matter if they get more money. The fighters still aren't getting shit. Yeah. So, but, but with that being said, could Tyson, if he decided to make the crossover at any yeah, point, like, like skill wise, forget money isn't an ob- object. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, simply because heavyweight, there aren't a lot of grapplers, and I mean, yeah, even so, already... there aren't a lot of like kickboxers too. Like some of them will throw leg kicks, but not really. Yeah, I think I think if if Tyson stopped working on his boxing and just like was like, oh, I'm gonna consume myself with kickboxing. Yeah, he'd be a, be a pretty big fucking problem. I'm yeah, not gonna he'd lie. He'd be a like, pretty big fucking problem. He's like six ten, I think. And yeah. if you've seen there's there's clips of him like working with Darren Till, like drilling wrestling and stuff like yeah, that. Darren Till. Yeah. I wish I could do Tyson Fury, dude. His fucking Manchester fucking dialect so is like, it's like, ah, oh, punch me in the throat. Sparring, so I got a blood caught in my throat. Now I sound so, like this. He sounds so regal, yet not. I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, yes. If he, if he, like I said, if Tyson Fury just uh, somehow, if somehow Dana White was like, you know what, I'm just going to change who I've always been, uh, and pay this man a lot of money and a lot more money than anyone's ever earned in the UFC, outside of one person. Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I feel like. Tyson Fury coming over to fight in Ganu in MMA. That's a fucking that would sell out. They could sell out Wembley probably. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad about I, that. Yeah. They could probably sell out Wembley, and then the pay per view yeah. would be off the chain. Oh, it'd be being a uh, hundred dollars anyway. It'd be two hundred dollars. Anyways, uh, I mean yeah. in terms of amount sold, but oh but yeah, yeah, like the amount of buys. Yeah, yeah, they I mean, would probably they yeah, would probably it, charge off for that. If any of the the top boxers, like if 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 fucking Canelo came over to UFC, Oof. dude, any, any of the freak no. fights that that we get, we've been getting the opposite way, if we got some the other way, I, I, I mean, people are yeah. gonna be fucking throwing it Can, in. <laughs> yeah, Canelo's already a big draw, dude. Yeah. Can you imagine Canelo versus fucking Kamaru Usman? Yeah, yeah, like insane. It's insane. insane. I mean, come on, wipe the floor with him. But yeah, he would just uh, he would just take him down and fucking do whatever he wanted. Shit out of him. Fuck, fuck him yeah. Up. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, that's my answer. Your answer, Juice. Uh, yeah, basically, yes, because it's heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and because of his massive reach, and like he knows how to fight with his jab and stuff like that, they just wouldn't get in on him. Like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> he's just so big, they'd just be like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. except for like a guy like Ingano, who's going to throw caution to the wind and he's going to get inside and he's going to swing like that's why i feel like that's an interesting fight to me mm-hmm. um then you saw with with, with what uh you know he does with a guy that's like i think Dante wilder was like six seven like mm-hmm. you know what i mean and also has like that kind of power but great question ty and now mm-hmm. we're moving on to rhino right i actually really love this question Hey, Juice and Leo, it's your big homie, Rhino, from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So our brothers and sisters to the north of us, our Canadian broskies with the moskies, it's their Thanksgiving. So kind of in honor of this, I mean, 
we all know that GSP, for at least for Juice, for sure, is your favorite Canadian fighter. But Leo, besides GSP and Juice, besides GSP, who is your all-time favorite Canadian MMA fighter? Could be male, female, could be UFC or other organizations. Just who's your favorite Canadian fighter of all time besides the great uh, George Rush St. Pierre? Love you guys. Love the show. Talk to you later. I really like this question. Yeah, um, it, I was torn it, between two, and then I text you about it, and you said one of them. I was like, perfect, I'll pick the other. Yeah, for me, um, just before we go any further, just to not get any words twisted, uh, GSP is a national treasure. Yeah. Is, is can, Canada's, like, actual national treasure. Like, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy to think that his effect has had on the UFC, and, and it's also pretty crazy to think what he's currently doing now like he turned out to be pretty okay dude yeah all the way through through and through he's fucking co-starring in steven seagal movies yeah he's and then the fucking MCU. yeah yeah, yeah exactly all this stuff uh the captain america winter Soldier. Yeah, the whole thing it's great um with that being said uh for me it's olivier albin albin sorry albin Aubin. Aubin. There we go. Mercier. Olivier the, Aubin Mercier. Mercier. The Canadian gangster, the Canadian gangster dude. dude. First of all, got same mustache as him. Exact same mustache. Fuck yeah, same exact mustaches. same mustache right Rock now. Exact same mustaches. But um, I think Juice I think Juice showed me him one time and he talked about uh he was talking about something in an interview and he just talked about wanting to be a porn star. I uh, want to fucking pull that up right now. So funny. And uh and and he's also a pretty good fighter too. Um, yeah, I just he is I, a good fighter. Yeah, it's just one of those things that like, for me, it's it's less about you being the most amazing fighter, and you just have to have really good entertainment skills. Yes, you ha- like good entertainment skills is is hard to come by, and and just being like a good personality and stuff like that help, helps a lot. I mean, look, okay, let's let's be honest. Like, look at well, that's not true. Let's look at someone like Derek Lewis. You know, like. Granted, he knocks the fuck out of people, but on top of that, he happens to be that people pay attention to him because he's also really funny and and just like a just off the cuff funny dude. Um, <clears throat> so he's Juice is really searching for this because it was. I can't funny. find the one where I noticed because there was one where he was fighting on a show and he brought two guys to pretend to be his bodyguards, dude. It was fucking great. What a great thing. Also. Last night, by the way, I saw oh, them. So fucking ad, and I do this all the time. I saw. I saw the first of all, guys. It was the best win of my uh, career, and uh, like you said, the most uh, sus- satisfying. Yeah, satisfying. Um, I mean, it was the first fight of my contract too, so everything is just perfect. Uh, I feel uh, yeah, very yeah. blessed to be here. Four. Four. Yeah. What? Okay, it's probably gonna take a while to get to it, but there's this fucking. <laughs> There's this fucking, there's this fucking moment where he was, he said he was walking on the street after he grew that mustache and he was like, there was this guy walking and he told me like, uh, are you a porn star? And it was kind of a weird guy, but I thought in that moment I could be anything I want. <laughs> I mean, what a great <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> exactly. The way he fucking laid it out. He's like, and that's what it is right now. I am a Canadian gangster. 
<laughs> starts going off on it and you can tell like his, his english isn't great so it's all like he pretty much just has to be genuine like yeah. yeah i've like i've discovered it's hard to lie in another language yeah like I when agree. i'm speaking spanish is 100 like there's no sorry i mean sometimes i'm a little sarcastic but like it just you just have to speak from from the heart to to be able yeah. to to get it right and the fact that he's fucking talking about being a gangster <laughs> yeah but also you know at the same time spanish no mama's way uh, no mama's way um uh, okay so who's yours my favorite they train together <clears throat> they are training partners and there's a gentleman that fights in bellator his name is mandel nicknamed the rat garbage nalo this fucking guy first of all if you go on his instagram <laughs> the rat garbage dude that's a great name it's literally just weird pictures of rats like it is not very exciting at all but it's like i, I want to say he's like committed to the gimmick but it's not even a gimmick like he he kind of explained like the nickname came from that like he didn't really like instagram but they were like you have to have one you'd be a fighter and he's like i'm just gonna fucking post pictures of rats and then they they gave him the name the rat garbage he is so entertaining uh, and GSP has like talked him up as being like the next big thing, possibly like uh, being super talented. Actually his one loss uh, on, in his amateur career came from Olivier Aubameyang by decision. And I believe that's the only time he's gone to decision. Um, he had a loss recently. I forget how uh, in Bellator, but most of his wins are, well, all of his wins are finishes. The guy's fucking super exciting. He, he, he got a clip one day. I think it was like a weekend when there was no UFC. So everyone had their eyes on Bellator and he had this amazing flying knee knockout where the guy rushed in and he jumped up, got a flying knee. Big fan of this guy. I love it. Love Mandel. Down and Canadian and super Canadian. Thank By you. That, I mean, much. he was born there. I'm, I, th yeah. I think his, uh, his background is, is something else. Um, but uh, he was born in, in British Columbia, fights out of Ottawa currently, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. All right. And, and, and happy, happy Canadian oh. Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, if my ex-girlfriend's listening to this, happy Canadian Thanksgiving. And she's not. Yeah, yeah. she's not a patron. I feel that's what's so funny, too, because I feel like I've tried to bring her up and not, and not wanting to, and you just did right now. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, like I said, she happened to be Canadian. Um, <laughs> so that was, yeah, that was fun. Fun times. Fucking A. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on, unfortunately. I, I could talk about Canadian gangster for the rest of this fucking podcast. And honestly, like, when I look at the breakdown of countries that listen to this podcast, so like analytics from Anchor, I do get a little choked up thinking about sometimes the amount of people from the UK and Canada that listen. And off in Australia, dude, the fucking it. representation it. it's cool. worldwide is, that is, is awesome. Cool. Uh, all right, here is the last voice question. Unfortunately, there weren't a lot of you guys, but um, okay. the quantity or sorry, the quality over quantity for sure. Here, here's Decrons. What's up, Juicy Baby Leo? How you fellas doing, man? That was a pretty fun night. Uh, some good fights. The UFC was pretty good. Wish we had some more on that card. Um, <clears throat> the boxing was fantastic. I'm pretty sure uh, the missus and I ate a couple handfuls of mushrooms and I pretty much laughed all last night. So I, I'm pretty sure I watch fights. <laughs> but what I <laughs> oh, wanted shit. to ask you fellas today is uh, 
Wouldn't you like to see War Machine grabbed by his head, yanked off of his cot, and plunked in a cage with the likes of, you know, John Jones, Violent Bob Ross there, Greg Hardy, oh, Mike Perry, why not, you know, throw in some other guys if you can think of them, and just a battle royale to the death so there's only one dude left, and we know where that D-bag is. Anyway, bros, hey, get back here, you little motherfucker. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bro. Wow. First of all, shouts to Decrons, also uh one of our Canadian homies. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. What a setup. What a setup, dude. I, I was like, what's rolling? And I want to shout him out for getting it on in, in on time. Yeah. He said that at like three in the afternoon-ish. And he was like, Did I make it? I'm like, of course you made it. Plenty of time. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, hey, you know what? You know what? I like that. I didn't think about that before, but that's a pretty good idea. I, I, the, the more I yeah. think about it, because you're not really rooting for anyone. You're just rooting for violence. Yeah. So. You know who War Machine is, right? Who's War Machine? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say some thoughts on it while I'm talking. Google War Machine MMA fighter. And um, I believe his first name is Jonathan for real, but no one called it. Everyone refers to him as War Machine. Um, and, and just find out what a piece of shit he is. Um, it reminds me of when he said that, it reminded me of like an old George Carlin bit where he was saying like, how, like take, you know, a random state that isn't, you know, whatever, Wyoming and like fence it off and put all the fucking rapists and, and whatever in one room and, and domestic violence people and like, let them fucking just fight, fight it out. And it's a whole long bit. I'm oversimplifying it, mm-hmm. but uh, it basically was like, that's how you fucking deal with them. Just put them with each other and let them fucking be pieces of shit together. Dude, that idea of like a gladiator, like fight to the death. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like he's so awful. 36 years. Yeah. 36 years. Life. That's a long time. That's uh, a fucking long sorry, time. Sorry, guys. I'm at my um my brother-in-law and sister's house, and they have two very large dogs. And they're barking in the background. Yeah. I love dogs. But I hate them. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. Whatever. You guys can deal with the fucking dog barks. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Oh, not going to pause well, anything ever. Oh, yeah. yeah just never. some notifications, too. Who cares? Even though there's a lot... Of- we should have edited out of this episode. We're definitely not going to. We're definitely not gonna. Uh, uh, yeah. So let's do it. Let's fucking let's yeah. fucking start that league. Let's start the fucking rapist league, and then the say, rapist league. Yeah, the fucking rapist cocaine league or whatever they want to fucking call it. Pretty much just yeah. basing itself on John Jones. Um, yeah. Damn, that would be cool though, huh? Yeah, just sing off. Just put it. Yeah, put him in a pit. Fuck it. Don't even put him in a pit. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I'm I'm envisioning, like in like Gladiator, like in the Coliseum, where you just have them fucking just whatever. Yeah, and they're fighting for their freedom. Yeah, and if they don't, they die. Great. Instead of like uh, two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah, weirdly enough, it's eight or nine of them enter. Actually, making me emotionally like, yeah, okay. Like I'm taking this death? so seriously. I'm like, yeah, come on, let's call believe- some people. Yeah, if you guys don't believe in the death penalty, like, why not a death by another man? Look at yeah. they already fucking beat the shit out of each other. Like they beat the shit out of their wives. Why can't they just beat the shit out of each other? No sanction. Fuck it. Eye pokes are illegal, John Jones. Yeah. I fucking tweeted out based on this question. And I and I and I tagged him uh because I want to give him credit, but, but that question got me thinking. I was like, 
all right, that's something that like, that's like a hypothetical. What if we actually booked Greg Hardy versus John Jones? Oh man. No time limit. I mean, I would yeah. say that's not a thing, but like no book it for a main event. Fucking John yeah. Jones probably gonna have his way with Greg Hardy. But it's but so great. It's just Greg Hardy just might swing wild and maybe catch John. I love it. Either way, they're fucking and then I was like, the joke I made was like fucking <laughs> then we, we have no time limit and then whoever the winner is, we lock them up because obviously they just committed murder. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. Either way. Either way, they both lose. They're either way, lose. they both lose. And someone was like, what about uh, Violent Bob Ross? I was like, yeah, he can referee. Maybe he'll catch one. <laughs> he'll catch one. <laughs> like, he'll just catch a glancing blow. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, fucking for great question, question D. Maybe we watched fights. I took I, I ate a handful of mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I thought I watched fights last night. Maybe like, we that's, watched fights. That's Boxing amazing. was pretty good. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, all right. And then before we get into the Twitter questions, um, I did get a DM from our homie Unmatched MMA. So let me pull that up. All right. I want to read the whole DM. Usually, usually if someone DMs a question, it's like they set it up so you know, and I only read the question. I want to read this because it made me laugh so hard. He goes, my phone's being a little bitch boy and won't let me send in a voice question. So here it is. <laughs> Meant to ask some of this last week, but what matchups would you make for next for these fighters? Jared Gordon, since the Patty fight won't be happening yet. Joe Selecki and Maria Agapova. I think it's Agapova, actually. Um, also, apologies in advance. For, no, no, you, you made it right on time. Um, all right, Jared Gordon, and I mean this, cut him. Yep. Just kidding. Um, no, Jared, Jared Gordon, actually, it's honestly, you know what? predicting matchups or, or like suggesting matchups for lightweight outside of the top 15 super hard there's just so many of them yeah um but yeah. you know what coming off a loss christos yagos just lost to armin sarukian um that will be a fun fight. Jared Gordon versus Christos Yagos. I sign off on that. Anything I'll to add? It. Oh, yeah. You will allow it. Thank you for that. Yeah, good sign off. And then Joe Selecki. Here, I got one for Joe Selecki. If Kevin Lee decides to go back to 155, book that fight. Yeah. Honestly, Jared Gordon won over between him and Joe Selecki. And so he should be getting that fight. But nah. I want to give it to Joseph Lucky instead. He wants what he wants. Yeah, he wants what he wants. He wants that fucking Patty fight. Um, God, I hate that. I hate that Molly's his best friend because she's As, such a, an angel and the best person of all time. And then it's like, here's this cum stain. That's Patty. Pat, Patty is saying that he signed a contract. Yeah, just recently. Oh, the Barcel Sports thing, or you mean like a, no, f- a fight contract? A fight, fight contract. Oh, I don't he, know. I think he just said. I think he just said he did. So he says nice. things, and I'm like, okay. He says things. Yeah. He just says says things. That's a good point. Um. Fucking a. Oh, uh, the other one was oh Maria Maria Ag- Agapova. Honestly, at flyweight. Ooh, you know what's a great fight, and I don't, I don't know if this makes sense ranking wise. Her and um, KGB. 
Andrea KGB Lee. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good like fight. The kiss, the kiss of death. Yeah. The kiss of death. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Her and Justin Kitch. Bro, Maria Akabova, Akabova and Justin Kish is the fight to make. I'm going to tweet it right now. Don't, because it's not going to go viral. Well, it's not, but I, I want to let you know, whenever you're listening to this podcast, listeners, and I say I'm going to tweet something, first of all, I do it. He does. It's it. on you to go look that up. And you should. Don't fail me. Yeah, factually, if you guys Maria go back and listen Agapova. to all of our episodes, when he says I'm going to tweet this out, he does it. Max Kellerman. I don't? What do you mean? No, I said he does it. Sorry. Oh, he yeah, does yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. I was like, Max Kel- Ma- yeah. I mean, Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Everybody wants that, actually. Zero likes. Zero likes. But but everybody does want that. Yeah. There is no doubt about it. If Zero someone, doubt. If you saw that on a trailer, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm tuning in. Fucking, of course I'm tuning in, dude. Especially because, like. Fuck both of them? Yeah, well, yeah. And, like, like Stephen A. Smith is bigger. Like, he's actually really tall and, like, kind of buff. I think he works out. Max Kellerman knows a lot about boxing. Just a good fight. Call us up. Triller. I even tagged Triller. They fucking let me down too. They did. Yeah, they said no. I was like, come on, guys. All right. right. First question. And you know what's what's awesome about this forum? It's almost all patrons. Love it. Love to see it. And I like I didn't do the Patreon forum uh, because I just I was actually talking about something which we're gonna get to later in the podcast. Um I was kind of focused on that. I was like, you know what? Let's just do the regular form. They'll find it anyway. First question is from our girl Sandy Pants at Sandy Pants MMA. She says, it was inspiring to see all of the bonuses go to the women. Do you think realistically we'll ever see an all-female UFC card? God damn, I love this question. I, I hope. Um, yeah. But my, oh, no. No, it, it, it's going to happen. There, there's no, yeah. there's no reason why it shouldn't. It, there's some pretty, there's some pretty exciting female fighters. There's t- so many exciting female fighters. I'm sorry. There's so many exciting female fighters. Yeah. Because I was thinking like, well, the way to kind of sell it would be, you know, you kind of have to get like, make sure that a good, a good percentage of them are rankings wise. But no, you actually don't. You really don't. I mean, you know, I was trying to explain um, to my family about about the idea of like. You know, you really don't know what's gonna what's gonna be a fight that's gonna, you know, blow your mind, and, or or you know, I mean, we always refer back to one ninety nine, uh, to um, uh, Pollo uh, Reyes and um, yeah, Paul Pollo Reyes and and Dong Kim, Dong Kim, the, like, the maestro. There's you know, there's thirty people in the audience, and it it did it did it become did it become fight of the it's year or fight of the night? It, no, not it, fight of the year. People were saying that, but like you know, they always pick a five rounder. I mean, almost always. It, yeah, but it was, it was fight of the night that night and, and deservedly so. Yeah, like just hands down. And it's just, you just don't know. You really don't know when these people are going to come out and just put on an amazing performance in the prelims. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think that it should happen. Um, and I don't think it needs any any sort of like special thing because <clears throat> let's be honest. I mean, I, I tweeted out last night. I said, you know, Hey Dana White put uh, Laura Senko on the um, on the commentary desk next week. Yeah, because this week, you know, they were just like, "Oh, Paul, you want to do it? Sure. Who's my Who's going to be with me? John? Okay, who else? 
and they fucking honey dicked us at the start of the show too because it's yeah, normally all th- it's all the th- it's the three broadcasters yeah and megan olivia was there with them and i was like oh yeah. my god is she gonna they should have oh. done it no they, they need to do it it, it makes it makes zero sense i i, I mean megan uh megan doesn't have it makes any, zero sense um, not to do it right megan doesn't yeah. have any combat um experience right she doesn't she doesn't she never fought i mean maybe like no yeah but but Laura even, but regardless of that but laura yeah does so why yeah the fa- i don't know it's here's weird. the only thing is like if you think about the, the the jobs that they do and it's it's very important to like remember that um color commentary the color commentary, play by play if if megan olivia were to were to do on commentary i'm pretty sure she would be like a play by play like john annick so yeah imagine dude imagine megan olivia doing play by play paul felder yeah. laura senko yeah i i mean like it's not even a chub it's full on rager like okay, yeah full on raging chubby yeah it's just weird to me to think like then like that was your opportunity like whatever happened with scheduling yeah. that was your time and, and don't I, tell me like she's not around like that was at the apex she's the contender series during the week like yeah so to, yeah I mean, maybe she went home like, i don't know but i don't know regardless of them saying like like she needs to build up to us like no she doesn't she's she's got it yeah Let's she's put her on it. the desk. Put her on the desk next week. I don't. I don't want. She's been doing Invicta for a while. Week. Like she's already. Like, come on, dude. Like, what are we waiting? Like, what do you? What do you think she's gonna do in contender? We're like, oh yeah, like so much better. Like what? She's already doing that. Like she's she already has the experience of being on TV, talking about it, like handoffs, the whole thing that they're doing, fighter interviews. She was a fighter herself. You know, I mean, like there's so much. I just Knowledge. thought of the way this could happen because I've talked about this a lot, a lot about there being, you know, a need to do like an all female card. I'm pretty sure I even put out a fantasy one, like at least a main card. I don't know if I did um, mm-hmm. a whole top to bottom, but like, bro, here's how you could do it. And this is another, another thing that's kind of like a pipe dream because the UFC is not really keen on this. But if they did a cross promotion with Invicta where you had the main card was the champions mm-hmm. and like super fights kind of yeah. champion versus champion from other organization. You had the Amanda Nunes versus their featherweight champion. Mm-hmm. Although she's already the Bantamweight, they probably, they probably have to do the, the Bantamweight, which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, then you have Valentina versus their flyweight champion. You have yeah. Rose or whoever it is at the time versus their strawweight champion. Unfortunately, we don't have a fucking atom weight division because the UFC sucks. But maybe maybe they start it. Maybe that's why. Maybe they fight for a fucking vacant UFC Atomweight belt, and they do fucking Jessica Penne or or Michelle Watterson, some of like some of those girls who have fought at Atomweight versus their Atomweight champion. And that, I mean that would be messy. And then you have the undercard just with a bunch of crossover matchups. Yeah. That's the fucking seed, dude. Yeah, there, there's. I I hope so. I hope that it happens, but um, I don't know. You know the UFC is stupid. So <laughs> yeah, the UFC is stupid. Yeah, but, but great question, Sandy. And I agree because there were other, you know, fights that I could have gone to. You could have given like you know, Damon Jackson had a nice finish. You know, Jared uh, Gooden and Randy Brown had a nice fight. But then they decided to give the performance bonuses to the women who finished their fights. And the fight of the night was the main event. So it's awesome. All right. This next question is from Callum. I just noticed his name, like not his handle, but the name is Callum Callum. You put it twice at Callum underscore JN. He says, on a scale from Ryan Hall's apathetic win reaction to Dana White becoming one with the beetroot, 
How angry are you about Aspen Lad missing weight and being rewarded with a main event? If you can't tell, that's where I'm at. Um, he says, also, which fighter are you most excited to see this weekend? And why is it Manon Faro? <sighs> First of all, very excited to see Manon Faro, my countrywoman. As you know, Leo, I'm 27% French. I know you hate it, but that's fine. Yeah. Very excited to see Manon Faro. Very angry that Aspen Lad is getting rewarded, dude. I'm fucking... On that scale, I'm Dana White blowing an aneurysm. I'm, pa- I'm past beetroot. I'm aneurysm. It's a fucking, first of all, it's like cheap PR to like get her name back in the headlines and try and, you know, do all, oh, she's saving the day. She's saving the event. Fuck that, dude. She should not be fighting this weekend. Your ass fucking could not make weight where it was begging for a catch weight the whole week and now you're like well i'll fight a featherweight on short notice no don't reward fucking unprofessionalism she had an entire camp to make weight came in super heavy almost died on the scale sent her to a fucking nutritionist and and don't come back for six months no i mean of all the things that ufc has done this is by by far probably one of the one of the stranger like like, f- f- we're, I mean, you know, it's not like last week everyone wasn't commenting on it. It's not like every major in. publication, every major sports analyst of the UFC talking about this, talking about the need for change to happen, and this person doing this multiple times. It's not like we didn't watch her shaking on the scale. It's not like all that stuff was behind closed doors. It was out in the public. Part of and 4K. then you put her on a poster? Come on, UFC. What the fuck are you thinking? It's so it's so terrible. And it, there's, honestly, there's no excuse for it. it it's so egregious. And I think it, it's so short-sighted. It's, it's, it's doing it to, to, to save your card. It's like, oh, let's save this main event. Even though Norma Dumont isn't really a main event fighter, nor is Aspen Ladd. I mean, right. she had the, the one against GDR. Holly Holm is a main event fighter. That's why that fight was a main event. Yeah. And yeah. so Holly Holm is out. Oh, let's just let's just slot in. Motherfucker, they could have bumped up the co-main and maybe done Norma versus literally anyone else. Maybe sign someone from LFA or Invicta. Oh, the co-main is Andre Olofsky versus Carlos Felipe. That would not have gone well. No. Uh, <laughs> but look at the end of the day like, a, dude. just don't do what you did it, it, if she had missed weight at two months ago i'd be like maybe but she missed weight last less week. Than, yeah last week <laughs> last week are you crazy guys like what the fuck and then dana's over here every friday eating fucking weird concoctions oh my god you're just like hey look listen dude fucking book this better like uh, I don't know. Just fuck, fuck that shit. Like it's so stupid. Like and I, you when know, I saw funny. the headline, I honestly thought it was a troll. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. that's <laughs> that's funny. Who fucking made that up for clips. Yeah, that, that's, that's funny because she that's funny because she's <laughs> she can't make weight. Ha ha. But then it's like, oh no, that's happening. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh exactly, yeah, exactly, dude. It fucking does not make any sense. Well, 
anyway, yeah, we're pretty pissed off. And uh, Manon Ferrell, yeah, let's go. Although I will say, I, I was just was looking at the card. I've now forgiven him for fumbling the bag against Miley Cyrus, and I'm back on the Julian Marquez train. I like that guy. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. Yeah, I like that guy. Initially, I was like, no, he didn't fumble the bag. And then I was like, nah, he fumbled the bag pretty hard. And then now I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I, I forgive you. Like anything was really going to happen. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm just mad too because like, dude, if he if he had shaved the MC into his chest and just became like the ultimate simp, God, I would have been so – I would have shipped she them. She could have performed for his walkout. Yeah, he already walked out to her song, dude. She could. She's a. She's an MMA fan. Yeah. She's tweeted about the UFC before. I mean, I don't think she watches like other MMA. I think she's a UFC fan, but like, she's a she's a fan of, of fighting. She could have pulled a, what do you call it? Um, Demi Lovato. Yeah. When uh, like when Demi Lovato dated Luke Rockhold, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Luke Bumhold. Uh, Bumhold. Well, thank God, you I'm for at, the question. Imagine I'm rooting for Luke against Sean Strickland. Wow. Oh. I can't even. Fa- that's an, that's. I still haven't wrapped my mind around that. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait till the night comes up. What? <laughs> All right. So here we go. This next question is from another one of our beloved patrons, Tricky Dick at Tricky underscore Dick 86. He says he fucking did the wrong your on purpose. He says, your, you are clerks recasting inspired me. Letter Kenny is my favorite show ever. If you've seen it, what fighters from the UFC would you sub in as replacements on Letter Kenny? Unfortunately, I have to tell you, I talked about this with Leo. Neither of us have seen Letter Kenny. We haven't. And I've been meaning to. I've heard nothing but glowing reviews, basically, from all of my friends who have seen it. Um, just uh, haven't gotten the time. A lot of TV I haven't watched. Well, I, I, let me just put it to you guys this way. Uh, comedy is such a weird thing for me. Um uh especially like uh anything that's like show based um you know I, I i never jumped on a lot of the trains i mean like you know trailer park boys um i, I saw some of it sunny i just never kept jumping on the comedy trains really? um yeah i'm trying to think of like the last like like any show that i would like defend to the death being like the most absolute hilarious thing on the planet earth um, i mean i think you should leave right but but that's a sketch comedy show like that's, that's true a, and that's also like um I was talking with my friend about it and like that show is, is a one in a, a billion show. It, yeah. It just, like I said, it, because it's so divisive, it's either you love it or you hate it. Yeah. You get um, it or you don't. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you dislike it, who cares? Uh, Cause it's funny. You're wrong. Um, and it actually is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I just show, I don't know why I don't, I don't get on board with right. comedy ensembles. It's weird. It takes a while for me to, to get into them. All right, well, we're gonna watch Letter Kenny, and we're gonna revisit this uh, question because I've really been wanting to watch it. But his actual next question is very interesting. I <clears throat> uh, said so nobody is talking Shab. Nobody Thank is you. taking Shab's side in his Helwani beef, but should it be completely overlooked that Ariel is a noted instigator and has been called out as one by several fighters over the years? And here's what I want to talk about, dude. Go on. Ariel gets a lot of hate for doing his job. Of course, fighters are going to call call him an instigator because he's reporting on some of the things other fighters are saying and wanting to get their reaction to those things and call him an instigator. 
doesn't mean he's literally like stirring the pot like a fucking weasel kind of like thing. I think he gets painted with that brush so so wrongly, and I and I can't. I I just I get so passionate about this tricky dick, and you may not know this, but like um, I met Ariel, Leo, and I met Ariel. We ditched work one day to go to the press conference for the May Mac fight in LA uh, when they did the press tour at the Staples Center in LA. Uh, I already was a, a big Ariel fan. Like he, he kind of helped me get more into the sport and like his interviews and, and helped me learn more about it. like Ariel is the reason why I'm a Roxy fan. Ariel is the reason why I'm an Israel fan. Although at that point, I, I think I would have been without him, but like mm-hmm. he's so important to me. And when we saw him, he took time to take pictures with every single person. Not five minutes. Well, let's say 15 minutes after we took that picture, open up my phone see a tweet that he was removed from the Showtime broadcast. He took the time to, to take pictures with all of us after he after just get, getting some devastating career news and realizing that the UFC was fucking with him. Yeah, icing him out. Icing him out. I will... Uh, immense respect. I, I can't even tell you. And the way he's been burying Shab week after yeah. week. Oh, Hilwani is... I can't yeah. even tell you how we much also, I love him. Yeah. The reason why no one's taking uh, Shab's side specifically is because it's not that he's burying Shab with insults. Yeah. He is burying him with truth. 100% facts. I mean, he literally, I mean, when he was like, I haven't said your name in six years, when he was doing all that stuff and he was like, you guys are watching the videos. You guys are doing that stuff. You guys are keeping tabs on me. I am not keeping that on you. I had to respond to it. Like, Ugh. you know, like Shab so doesn't really have an and, and and don't get me wrong. I think Brandon Shab is is fine, but I will say, um, I will say he definitely seems like a, a yes man. Uh, like too much of a, a yes man. Ariel or Shab? Brandon Shab. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, there's little clips I, of him being like saying something and Rogan disagrees, and then he just immediately agrees with Rogan. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him do that. I've seen him like. Also, he's not that funny. Like, I think he surrounds himself with funny people. And and by proxy, I believe he thinks he's funny, which, I mean, obviously, it's just my, my jab at Brendan. But I just mean, like yeah. I said, it, it, the reason why no one's taking shop side is because Ariel's saying facts. He's literally saying, like, my, what are you talking? Like, you're beast with me. You're, you're coming at me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and granted, you're right. I, I do agree that Ariel can be an instigator. I've seen I've seen those clips and I, I understand that. But I mean, I mean, and man, when he fucking talked about how like he's like, hey, I need to pay you to come on my show and stuff like that. I was like, oh shit, like fucking Brennan. I was like, yeah. So mm. Ariel is is just a, a phenomenal journalist, and not everybody's gonna be able to take him uh, and, and and swallow that hole. He, and the he, relationship I, he, he builds because, with fighters, dude. Yeah, you can't, and even if it's not, you can't, you cannot argue with how long he's been watching the sport. You you just cannot argue with his coverage. He he's put in time, and honestly, like he'll yeah. be covering the sport for a long, long time after. And I feel like no one is going to really surpass him ever. I mean, eventually someone will, right? But it's going to be a while. Yeah, because and he's been in it. He's been even in- those times when he's like instigating. Like I, I was, I'm thinking about this time when he like, well, like had rampage on the show. Yeah, I remember that one. You remember that, and he said something that like 
got his girlfriend upset because he asked her yes it was her name was mariah he he was he was with her he asked he, he asked her like oh do you love her and he said no because he was being honest she got upset they broke up next time he got on the show rampage yelled at him he was like you fucking cost me that he's like she was an amazing girl for me i used to get me every night she used to cook for me it was amazing i lost that relationship. that was the most amazing relationship ariel was like we need to fix this let's call her right now called her up repaired the relationship i mean i think they just like hooked up i don't think they got back together but he fucking i don't know that's a lame excuse for me like to I say said, but like nobody's taking shop's side because because there's no you'd have to be to... crazy yeah well you just you just have to d- deny factual things that are happening dude the roast when he's like how did the nfl work out for you brendan oh, man. how did how did fighting work out for you brendan how comedy work out how did how did, how did comedy work out and I'll say, like, I used to watch fighting their kid when, um, yep. when Brendan was an active fighter. Um, okay. And it was like, okay, yeah, it's okay. And, and I, I used to like Brian Callen before I turned out a massive piece of shit. So um, I always loved Brian, Brian Callen. Um, but then it's starting less funny. And then when they lost the Fox deal and he, he made, like, blow the bell, and was like, terrible, just absolutely terrible. Just, just started getting less and less funny each time. Yeah, I, I can understand you know, like, hating. I he, can understand this, hating the, the guy that was with them. I think his name is Chin. He's a Korean guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, um, it was for the Korean Zombies Return. He was fighting Dennis Bermudez, and like twice, he tried to say he tried to pick uh, against Korean Zombie, and Brendan was like, "No, no, you have to pick. You have to pick him. You're Korean." I was like, "Bro, what the fuck?" It was so cringe. He was like, uh, "Chuck Chuck Liddell's my my favorite fighter. He got me into fighting." Like an OG pick, and he's like, I feel like you have to say Chen Sung Jung. I feel like you have to say your guy. And then he tried to be Dennis Bermudez because he was like, Oh yeah, he's an he's an OG of the game. He's like, No, you have to go. You have to go for your guy. You have to go for Korean Zombie. Like, is it my guy? Because I because I just said Dennis. I told you who my guy was because it's my guy. But but yeah, this is what I will say. You can hate Ariel Ariel Hawani uh, for everything that you think of the instigation. I'm okay with that as as a person. Yeah. But but hating Ariel Hawani because of the Brennan shot thing, you're you're insane. You're literally crazy yeah hating him for everything else uh, like uh, some of the things have been questionable but saying brendan shot like being i should be on brendan shab's side yeah no that's what i do want to say uh if you hate ariel i get it yeah like i'm not gonna sit here and like defend everything he's ever done and like go to bat for him on everything i'm not gonna cape for a grown man but like i don't know i just feel like he gets a lot of unwarranted hate and and he's, he's he's my guy yeah, the reason just, i want to say a lot about that all the time like that that week was crazy for me mm-hmm. like i meet ariel the next week uh i got on the mma after hour it mm-hmm. was like him in uh new york rick i got a birthday shout out because it was my birthday that week then the next week cancer diagnosis and I was so yeah. fucking crazy. And then I looked, I, I, I looked at my phone uh, on that day, scrolling through pictures, and I saw the picture I took with Ariel, and it, it made a smile on my face. Yeah. So, sorry for getting a little emotional. Shout out to Tricky Dick. Go give him a follow. He's an amazing guy. Um, a firefighter, by the way. Um, Gotta love him. My brother's fire. Yeah, I referenced uh, something about Stepe one time, and like it was. I think it was when we did the Stepe interview. Oh yeah. The Flash. Awesome. By the way, I tweeted. Yeah. <laughs> you can all, I was like, when's the Flash? I, lo- I, I love that, dude. I love making tweets like that. And you can tell, like, who doesn't listen to the podcast. 
I fucking made made the tweet. I was like, what is the because I was I never finished that episode and I was like listening back and I, I was like, oh I'm the flash. I was like, what is the flash fighting? Some people got it. I Someone did. goes, Oh, did you mean Jared Gooden or uh, Jared Gordon? He just fought. And I was like, <laughs> you know, listen. All right. Well, that, that does that. All right. All right. Uh, next question is from Wholesome MMA. Uh, spoiler alert, new patron. She says, What's up with Ioana? And does she really deserve to still have her spot in the rankings? Because of Rodriguez post fight comments. I will say, I, I think I missed those comments and I, I tried to find him. I honestly, this weekend has been a little crazy. I've been taking care of my wife. She's not, not, not feeling yeah, well. She's, she's, sick, she's yeah. under the weather. I do think Marina versus Joanna is the fight to make. And uh, like you said, Joanna has not fought since the Whaley fight and should not be in the rankings. But if she is, she's got to decide. I, I'm pretty sure she made a retirement uh post on instagram at one point so like i don't believe those that's why i'm like yeah make the fight but like <laughs> yeah, if you're not do it. if if you're not going to come back like then get out of the rankings you know and you know what it all is too it's, it's tied to the usada pool like you can literally like you when you retire if you're really retired you have to take yourself out of the usada pool like if you saw you saw it as like okay we're gonna come back because you know if you want to come back like you have to test for six months and they're like okay then i'll just stay in the pool so you know they're fucking leaving the door open um otherwise and and that's kind of i think that's tied to the rankings like they know because she's still in the usada pool and i haven't checked like that's a public thing apparently you can check i i haven't gotten checked to see if she's in the pool but if you like if you like she might be yep and definitely book that yeah i don't yeah i don't know yeah, I don't think I, I think you're right. I don't think she does deserve. I mean, like you said, I mean, look how long fucking John Jones did in pound for pound. Like, let's not lie about that. Like, yeah, you know, we're talking we're a year and a half into and they all- he fought like a month before Joanna. There was like yeah. the pay-per-view because it was on the other card. Yeah. Like and and we're we're from the heavyweight conversation. We are a year and almost a year and a half removed from that conversation. So wild. Take some time. It takes some time, and I get it. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I, I, I mean, I, I think it would be the the fight, to, the next fight to make. But it is what it is. We can't really, we can't really control how the UFC controls their rank, rankings because they fucking do yeah. weird shit all the time. I mean, I mean, it's especially with like any sort of like specific like stars of the past or anything like that, like Connor and so, like the, it took a while for them to be like, okay, like fucking start lowering you down a little bit more. Like, yeah, it takes a lot. So. Yeah, fucking great question. Go give go give her a follow, and this guy, dude, I gotta give him a shout out because I was listening to his um, podcast. He he um, featured on the Scrap Two podcast with our boy Timothy Lewis, and he did a solo episode. I guess Tim was gone. He had me rolling so hard too. He was saying something about John Jones being like drunk and not handle his alcohol, and he was like, "Hold on, I can't be talking about John's libations and not have." libations of my own first of all can absolutely talk about people being drunk without being drunk but then he 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 takes a bong rip <laughs> and i was like i don't think weed is technically libations but bro he had me laughing so hard i made a thread about it too i fucking because he he buried aspen lad dude and i fucking put a screen recording out it was so he says about like 12 cheeseburgers in her pocket i was laughing so hard um so his question says I'll read this. He had a question about Aspen, actually. 
<laughs> Actually, I read that one first. He said, who the fuck let Aspen's dog ass back inside after she shit on the floor? Yeah, I mean, I, I am very incredibly curious to see like where, where that decision making came from. Like, I know it came from Dana, like ultimately, but it's just like, I'm really curious just to see like the second Holly fell out, we're like, oh, we know. Like, yeah, jump to something else. Like, figure that shit out. Hold on, I have to. I have to double check. Uh, yep, still follows me. Aspen, it's okay. I mean, it's not like she listens to the podcast. No, no, she definitely doesn't. But I'm saying, but dude, I, I've been, I've been roasting her on Twitter too. Yeah, I even reply. I keep expecting to be blocked. Yeah, I remember you said she was saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry for this" or something like that. It had nothing to do with the weight. You're like, make weight. Yeah, I, th- I think it was like talking about being on someone's show. She's like, thank you for having me. And I was like, yep. <laughs> make, make weight. weight. It was like day before weigh-ins. And I was like, I know you you're you're not going to make weight. You knew. I knew. And now we didn't know that that was going to happen. Now we now I knew, now literally knew because of Jamie. It's now like we're a, literally you know. about to comment on it in about 10 minutes about who we think is going to win. Like, <sighs> and it's, okay. it's so yeah it's so it's so unfortunate it's like we have to talk about it we can't like just like ignore like oh well she doesn't deserve the shine well, like we know you know, we can hope for norma dumont waxing that ass her or her shit. missing weight again aspen bro if aspen live pulls a justine kish it's over it's over cut her from the ufc <laughs> i will i will be laughing forever book a fucking Aspen grappling Lad, match and submission kid. underground with those two those two and call it uh call it a shit storm and just love it call it call it a squash match i can't do this <laughs> i can't dude i'm so mad i'm i'm getting actually emotional i'm actually getting emotional because i still think it's funny and i'm annoyed it's just poop why am i so, why is it making me laugh so much i'm so mad it's making me laugh so much the ideas that we keep coming with but i'm so mad about it Imagine if Aspen Lad shits herself against Norma Dumont. I can't, I can't. And then we're like, oh my God, how does this happen? And then it pans to their corner and Justin kisses it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just as we planned. Just as we planned. Oh all, I, all, all of a sudden she becomes like tobias in fucking uh arrested development like there are dozens, <laughs> dozens of us, of us. <laughs> i am crying i, I shouldn't it shouldn't be funny it, it should have lost dude. humor so long ago we sh- i i'm more that train I'm, has already left the station i am more did than a this. few laps <laughs> i'm more than this i'm more i'm i I'm, I'm way more than that. I, I am. I know I am. I know. I, I know. I know. I'd be like, that's not funny anymore. But it's still you ain't shit. funny. It's still funny. It's still. It's, still it's always funny. gonna be funny. It's, it's never gonna not be gonna funny. be funny because never gonna honestly, be funny. because let's be honest. Now that we see that she is fighting next week, it is the best that could happen. Yeah. It would be the most entertaining. It would be Aspen Lad shitting herself in the ring, <laughs> and everyone would be laughing. You know, I just remembered when she fought uh, Yana Kunitskaya, she lost the first round, maybe, maybe even the first time. I can't remember when, whenever she got the finish, but she got the finish and she was losing the fight. She got on, she had like, um, I think she had Yana's back. Like Yana was like turtled up and she had her back and she starts raining down punches and she, she was letting out like a kia, but it, it sounded more like a bark. It was like, ah, ah, mm-hmm. and just screaming. 
<laughs> Imagine if that happens. Like she's got number two months back. Is it? Stop it. God. Okay. Number okay, let's three. get to his other question. We can't we can't keep doing this. We can't. All right. Uh the next question from Jeffrey was. Marina versus Joanna seems like too big a step for her, but she showed grit and determination. Do you think that's the fight to make? Yeah, honestly, like yeah, we've yeah. talked about a bit already. You probably knew what we were going to say. Yeah, yeah, but maybe it's a big step. But at the same time, I think she's like sixteen and one, or, or maybe like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, at some point, like you got to make the fight. Like Joanna got uh, the title shot at like ten and zero. I want to mm-hmm. say eleven or zero, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know. She yeah. obviously had like a wealth of experience in Muay Thai, but like, bro, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's I, make the fight. Yeah. And if not that one, then you know, her waiting out for the uh, uh, title shot is possible too. Right? Yeah, exactly. But it's either like that, you said, but like, they're... yeah, honestly, like it shouldn't be happening because what should be happening is like Carla should be fighting for the title, mm-hmm. then Marina should be next, but it was someone else is fighting for the title. Carla's next, and she's after that. So like. Yeah. You need a, a proper eliminator bout. Honestly, yeah. they're probably even they've probably already offered Carla some fights. Yeah. I bet they they probably already offered Marina versus Carla. Yeah. Honestly, if, if they make Marina versus Carla, a I want credit, but b I'll be super mad because yeah. don't make that fight. Yeah. Well, and that actually concludes the forum. And we're gonna move on to our our picks fight picks for next week um, for ufc uh, vegas 40 yeah so too many of them yeah. opening up the main card is a middleweight bout between julian marquez and jordan Wright. leo who you got yeah marquez baby let's go it's that cuban missile crisis yeah he's gonna be great yeah honestly i can't imagine not liking julian marquez i honestly can't yeah he's a he's a great i fucking love that guy guy so yeah, you can't be too mad at him. All right, let's see. Okay. And then the second fight on the main card is Manon Fuao versus Myra Buena Silva. Fuao. Yeah. Fuao. Yeah, Fuao. Uh, Manon is going to take this one to the bank. Honestly, I hope she gets a nice finish. Manon Fuao actually reminds me of um, Anissa Mexen. As another uh, French fighter uh, in a similar weight, I think. And this is, I think, a little bit bigger. But mm-hmm. in kickboxing, fucking an assassin, an absolute fucking sniper. Um, Manon Fouro is going to fucking brutalize Marvin Silva. This is actually a pretty close fight. Uh, actually, they have the same record. Yeah. yeah other yeah. than Myra has won, I think, a I know contest. Contest, yeah. Uh, or a draw. It's always tricky when it's the additional one. But bro, I got my no all day. Yeah, same here. It always reminds me of like her name, like Manon, but like they say, I forget like what it would be in response to, but in French they say like Menon. 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 Uh, all right, Jim Miller versus Eric Gonzalez. Honestly, this hmm. is probably they're trying probably trying to build Eric and should be picking him, but I can't pick against Jim Miller. I, just, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I won't do it. Yeah, let's do Jim Miller. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's like a step stepping school, but I think yeah. Jim Miller will fucking stepping school. Stepping school. You reminded me of when they had the fighter summit and they were just building the PI, and Jim Miller was was there and made a fucking Instagram video, 
where they had the model and it looked exactly not exactly but it was like the same scale as like the one in fucking zoolander and he goes what is this a center for ants <laughs> my fucking respect for jim miller just went through the roof when i saw that video uh, yeah yeah although i was thinking recently i don't know if you saw it the sequel to zoolander that they made a few years ago which was way too oh, late yeah. terrible i'm sure terrible um, um our next fight we have is Andre Arlovsky and Carlos, Carlos Felipe. Felipe. Oh, um, I got a lot. I mean, this is the one I, I should probably pick Carlos <clears throat> if I wanted to be, you know, accurate or whatever, but uh, I can't Arlovsky, pick against yeah. Andre. Yeah, he's great. He's, yeah. Yeah, not problematic at all. Um, uh, that's not true entirely. Okay, I don't yeah. Uh, and then on to main card of the evening, which shouldn't be the main card. Uh, uh Dumont. Aspen Lad versus Norma Dumont. Dumont. I'm not even confident, but I got Norma just because, like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, we need to see like, her get dog gonna, walked. Yeah, see exactly. Aspen Lad get dog walked. That's what we need to see. That's what we need to see. And honestly, like, everyone should put their chips behind Norma Dumont. That's yeah. bro. Imagine how like she came in. Norma Dumont came into the UFC, got knocked out by by Megan Anderson, and we haven't really seen much from her. Like she beat someone at Bantamweight, and then she fought Felicia Spencer. And uh, controversially, I think got a decision. Mm-hmm. So it's been like a little bit of a rocky road as far as her getting like you know fans behind her and stuff. But honestly, right now, perfect time. I'm a Norma Dumont stand at this point. Like yeah. I, I just, I never wanted someone to win more, more than I yeah, want because Norma the, to win. Right now. Lad's part isn't deserved, so that's what we yeah. do. I hope she fucking punches her right in the stomach and Aspen's just, just make sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if that happens, the fucking edits. If you see her face going like, mm, like yeah, it was at this moment. They're like, you're probably wondering how we got here. You know? What if we're right? Our podcast would blow up. Blow up, dude! Like the fucking. I was about to make a poop joke, but we're just hoping. We're just hoping. We're I'm honestly just hoping, just hoping for someone to poop themselves. That's all. We're just hoping for someone to poop themselves, and for us to predict it, and for us to get famous off of that. Yeah. yeah, this is a really shitty podcast. Yeah, the shittiest. <laughs> when people troll me online, they're always like, "No, listen to your shitty podcast." I'm like, "Well, now I can say it's still shitty." Yeah, but people do listen. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode what, like seventy nine of uh, yeah seventy nine yeah of uh, friendly sparring podcast. Um. <clears throat> You can follow Leo on Instagram and Twitter at, at Leo GH uh, You can follow me at Friendly Spar Pod. I almost said something I would have regret. Um, uh, Redbubble, we have merchandise. You can yes. check it out if you want some of this comfy ass fucking hoodies that I'm wearing. Oh, um, before we leave. I mean, you know. Oh no, I'm gonna. Go. Yeah, I'm obviously gonna get there. We gotta do. But just just saying. We gotta just set it up. I'm gonna plug the Patreon. Like if you if you're listening, I'm like, oh, I wonder what these two douchebags look like. I wonder if they're doing some funny stuff right now. Go on fucking patreoncom slash friendly sparring and type in. Well, no, that's it. You once you type in friendly sparring patreoncom slash friendly sparring, you're gonna Guess fucking what? hit enter. It's us. It's us. Although I was I was actually saying I think I said this last week. Most of the patrons are like. Hey man, I couldn't find it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, here's right. a link. Yeah, here's a um, link tree. Yeah, I have to make a link tree. Um, fucking a, dude. 
Um, and now, and now, to thank our patrons. To thank our patrons, the best people I know, Leo. The best people we know. The best people anyone knows. Yeah, ever. And they are as follows: Callum, APB, Love it. Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Filthy Casual, Fee, Dave L, Phil the MMA dude, Jimmy the Drunk, Tricky Dick, Mixed the Man, Anonymous. Still got you. Still keeping you anonymous. David Everett and our newest patron, someone who wanted to remain anonymous. I said, come on, I want to shut you out. Come on, just, just say something. They were like, well, you can tell, you can shout out my handle. And I was like, all right, wholesome MMA. So shout out to wholesome MMA. Did um, you say Dave L? I did. I said fee, Dave L. I definitely said yeah, Dave L. He knows it and you know it. Yeah, we do know. He's been he's the only only person that's been on the podcast. He's the only patron that's been on the podcast. Patron. Well, yeah, he's also, as far as friendly sparring, he's the only, he's been the only guest on friendly sparring, true. just not in the history of the show. Cause That's obviously true, I've had, you've had tons of people. Well, so I was thinking about this the other day. I had you on first. You were the first guest. I was the first. Then I had T cross. <clears throat> and then I had Fernando the process. Yeah. Honestly, I peaked. Like that was, that's the best guest I'm ever yeah, going to yeah. have. I'm trying to think, think of like who else and, and it was Tev. And then I had the group chat on. It was a turbo team, which included a mixed a man, goon, and a sociopath. Um, well, I'm out of the loop for that one. But anyway, I like You don't it. remember, dude? That girl faked yeah. her death and the whole yeah, thing. And they were favorite. like, oh, oh, yeah, you guys are. Really, yeah. That yeah. was Gator. That was Gator. It's fucking gone. It's a sociopath. Um, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. When I made turned into a soap opera for like a whole week. Soap opera. Um, I was actually originally telling the story to 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 uh, uh, my girl Wheelands. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, one of your friends actually blocked me because of it." They're like, "You know, was so sure that she was alive, even though we fucking brought receipts. Someone literally hired a private investigator. She's like, hey, she's actually still alive. They were fucking lying and trying to fucking drag her name through the mud." And they're like, "No, I'm gonna block you." Yeah. But whatever, dude. Yeah, um, we don't believe in that drama. We're just here talking about pegging and Justin Kitch shitting herself. 